0: Hello and welcome back to another WTF One podcast. It is finally race week. Spa is back, and to talk through that and so much more is none other than Tom Bellingham, the WTF One founder. I was gonna try and come up with some sort of funny joke, but
1: couldn't think that quickly. I couldn't
0: think of anything. No. Uh, How are you doing, Tommy? Have you had a nice summer break?
1: I have. How was your break? It was a lot less manic when you went away. Didn't news for you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no which i'm very happy about uh but no it was good thank you i finally built this lego mclaren which i'm never going to stop going on about because i feel like genuinely it's one of my best life achievements because i just not, never thought it'd get finished so that's good and then yeah just chilling out playing a bit of animal crossing seeing some family just good. vibing you know good ready times. for a triple header
1: yeah, but, yeah. triple header and then
0: just a break and in. then
1: double header and then break double header yeah, it's going to be a mannequin to the season.
0: It is, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, So as we sort of alluded to, Spar is back this weekend. At Hopefully. the moment, well, <laughs> exactly. We've just been having a look at the weather forecast and for a bit of context, it is just coming up to midday on Monday. So there's still plenty of chance for the weather gods to change things about. But at the moment, it's suggesting there could be rain on Saturday and Sunday, which is giving me 2021 flashbacks. Tommy, what do you think? Are we going to get another another rainy weekend? I know what you're like with your predictions and your jinxing powers. Is there some sort of sun onesie that you can get Grace so it doesn't rain?
1: <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. She's probably got she's probably got some outfits with a sun on, so maybe I'll do that. But oh, it's probably the only weekend where you don't want a bit of rain because you're just so, so traumatized from last year. Even though the race, when you look back at it probably one of the funniest races ever for memes but you just feel for everyone in the crowd that was there that day and had a horrendous day and it was not a good not a good day for f1 and the fact that spa is just that kind of circuit where the rain lingers and it gets caught in the trees and i'm not i'm nowhere. Uh, geologist is that i feel the word?
0: like i'm i'm there no you're describing it really well
1: <laughs> uh what's, whatever the technical term for a weather forecast person is but yeah Um, weather forecaster (laughs) no i think there's a meteorologist Meteorologist. yeah um jinx look at us go (laughs) look at us look at us who'd have thought um yeah it was uh not the greatest example for f1 so it'd be nice to if we have a dry weekend or maybe just a few spots of rain but not an absolute downpour please
0: yeah very much so well, they say that Spa is very much like a microclimate. It could be raining in one section of the track and lovely and sunny in the other, which is what makes it so exciting sometimes. But yeah, I agree. I think a lot of us are scarred from from last year. Um, and like you say as well, with the rain and Spa and the way the circuit is built, like obviously it's very hilly. So a lot of rain can either gather at the bottom of hills um, or you know it could like flood the circuit and damage the track or some tunnels have been demolished from the heavy rainfall in recent years so just praying that it's a, a somewhat dry maybe a few sprinkles here and there you know spices yeah. things up a little bit hashtag but... pray for spa yeah and well pray
1: for about... ferrari strategy team <laughs> if it rains
0: a lot of manifesting a lot of uh, prayers going on but yeah you say pray for spa i mean going into this weekend there is a genuine possibility that this could be the last time we see spa on the calendar for quite some time i know that ugh, it's ridiculous i know matt's planning a video on it soon and you'll probably find that myself and tommy will be having rants throughout the week on the website or on social or whatever about how crazy we are it is that we're in this situation but just like for the podcast sake what what are your thoughts on the fact that spa might not be on the calendar next year
1: it's just awful. It's just disappointing, but kind of not surprised because it seems to be the way F1's going. But it's a joke if Spa goes, it's a legendary track. Probably we did a, a thing on the website where we got fans to vote for the tracks that they thought must down on the calendar, and Spa was number one. Uh, so yeah. it's an iconic track. The drivers love it. Don't get me wrong, I don't mind the odd new street circuit in the city to make it exciting but we need a mix of the old school the new school um different different tracks and different variety and spa needs to stay on the calendar because it's such an awesome track and yeah when formula one do their tweet announcing the calendar and if spa which seems very likely not going to be on it they are going to get a huge backlash and i will be one of those people in the comments
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm feeling quite sympathetic for the F1 admin at this point. Like when that tweet has to go out, because yeah, it's not going to be taken lightly. Um, of course, like you know, Spa has remained a somewhat constant. It was on the calendar, the first F1 calendar back in 1950. There have been times when Spa hasn't made it onto the calendar for one reason or another. Um, but generally, it's just something that's always there. You know, O Rouge is kind of just synonymous with F1. People picture you know the track when they think of formula 1 alongside the likes of monaco etc so it'll yeah. be a huge loss if we lose it um so if you're one of the lucky ones that are going to spa this weekend enjoy it for us fans that might not be able to get back there again but yeah, yeah we will
1: pack your wellies
0: pack your wellies onto a very different vibe change from wellies to Italian Jesus, um, Antonio Giovanazzi, a man who could walk on water. That guy sort of made a little bit of a tie-in. I'm wow. sorry, I'll see myself out. Um, he has been announced as doing two FP1 sessions later this year in Monza. So a little home FP1 session for him and also at the Circuit of the Americas. Now, for some people, you might think man gets FP1 opportunity It's no biggie. We've seen Nick DeVries do a couple this year. Liam Lawson's going to be doing some. Like We've seen plenty of different people taking up FP1 sessions. (laughs) But what is interesting is that that's an initiative by F1 to get rookies into the seats for FP1. Giovinazzi, he's no rookie. I think he's got 62 career starts to his name in Formula 1, which then raises a question. Are they trialing Giovinazzi out to see... If he'd be a potential good fit for next year, we thought silly season was, you know, sort of just slowly bubbling away. And then with this, we could see Mick Schumacher's seat really at threat here because K-Mag's already Mm -hmm. signed, sealed and delivered for a multi-year contract. But do you think that this is going to be a real test from Haas to see how Gio gets on in that car? Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, <Next> question, Nick. <laughs> yeah,
1: tell me, tell me you're looking to replace Mick Schumacher. That tell me you're looking to replace Mick Schumacher. I think it's well, Ferrari have requested him to go in there, and the the big rumours are that Ferrari have kind of lost faith in Mick Schumacher, and that's what they're. Um, that's another reason why I said in when we did our predictions about what the calendar is going to look like next year. I was, I'm pretty sure that Mick will go and leave Mm -hmm. Haas I just don't know who was there to replace him and then the answer is this clearly because why why would you put a driver in the car like that Uh, the fact that Ferrari have lined it up it all seems very suspicious and the fact that they've done it where it doesn't even count for their allocation Mm -hmm. of the young drivers like you said so it's very much a test, and I would be feeling very nervous if I was Mick Schumacher, unless I've already signed an Alpine contract because of uh because he followed the guy from Alpine, didn't he? He followed, on,
0: yeah. Rossi was it yeah. on uh, Instagram? Whether, that, whether that's
1: hoping that he can slide into the DMs or um, or what? But F1 Twitter love a conspiracy, uh, but I would say that this is. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if Giovinazzi was in that scene next year with with K-Mag, personally. yeah,
0: Got a lot of experience. I'm trying to think back. I mean, I say try to think back. Like, literally, Giovinazzi was in F1 last year, but everything, like, oh, no. time in Formula 1 just blurs. But I'm trying to think. Like, he obviously put in some stellar performances towards the end of last year when his future in F1 was... Probably already decided, but he thought, "No, I'm going to show you know Alpha Romeo what I can do." And he got a few um, Q3 appearances and things like that. So he he had hit some good results in F1. I'm just think back to ABCD F1 where we used to just nearly give him a C every week. Yeah, but he
1: was a bit. I suppose it's better to give
0: yeah someone you know a C that. than compared to Schumacher, who we were giving like F's and E's and all that kind of stuff at the start of the year where he kept crashing the car. So maybe they're just after a safer pair of hands, more experienced pair of hands. And Giovinazzi could be that person for them. So we'll have to wait and see how that uh, how that goes. But certainly, like you say, if you're Mick Schumacher, you might be a little bit nervous hearing that news this morning. Yeah, now, definitely. from one ex-Alfa Romeo driver <laughs> I to knew another... you going to do that. How did you know?
1: <laughs> I was like, we're getting another segue here. Because I was thinking the I same.
0: I the queen of segues and also the queen of being predictable. But Kimi Raikkonen <laughs> made his date, well, a NASCAR uh, appearance at the weekend, uh, qualified 27th at Watkins Glen. Um, and he was taking part under the project 91 program which is instigated by track house racing basically trying to help international drivers into nascar um lots of people even jensen button and marcus erickson have been saying on twitter that they want to have a go um but did you manage to catch much of the action from nascar yesterday tommy i know it was on a really difficult channel to get hold of in the uk which is a bit daft but
1: <laughs> yeah it was uh it was on a horrendous channel that you just it's just not worth uh paying for to watch that that i might watch you know the odd nascar race on uh, i really wanted to watch it but yeah it's not on a great channel here in the uk however i was keeping up to date with it uh, they're quite good at sharing twitter highlights so you can almost kind of follow the race on twitter and they they share a lot of clips and and videos and things but yeah Kimmy's done a bit of NASCAR before he when he left F1 originally he uh he joined uh NASCAR but he was doing the the truck series I believe um but this was him in the the top tier uh NASCAR and it was interesting to see NASCAR in the wet as well mm. uh, you don't get to see it very often uh Watkins Glen which is a former F1 track very old school and it's one of those races in America where they race on a circuit and they just say, don't worry about track limits. I don't know if you watch the highlights, but turn one, for example, there's all this runoff and rather than policing the track limits, they just let you go as wide as possible. And it looks a bit chaotic, but yeah, it was a good race. Kimmy did uh, pretty well. He was running, um, in the top, top 10 at one point, uh, which is no mean feat, And, uh, a classic nascar pilot ended his uh ended his race where they just bottleneck at a chicane and someone gets taken out and unfortunately that was kimmy we didn't get to see where he finished
0: no really Bad unlucky pirates. for, for kimmy but i wonder if we'll see him give it another go because at the moment this is just sort of a one-off opportunity but maybe he will uh Think this is quite fun, and I'd like to do this again sometime. And hopefully, it's on a better channel in the UK if he does. Um, also, I love that everyone's talking about Kimmy, which is understandable. You know, he's a former F1 world champ, um, and has got a lot of fans and a lot of people loving him. But Danny Cavillier also took part in this race, and literally, no one is talking about him, which I find quite funny. But he, yeah, so he took part and retired after 58 laps, so just a little bit after Kimmy. Um, but yeah, I guess he made nice his debut
1: the week before, though, didn't he? Uh, or was it not the week before, but at the race before at Indianapolis? Yeah. So um, he had his moment. Maybe it wasn't quite so hyped, but yeah, yeah, cool to see two XF1 drivers, and with Ericsson and Button mentioning they want to go, it's quite an interesting project actually. This Project 91, it's quite a cool idea that essentially you set up a team and then have star drivers come in and have a go it's great for nascar as a series because i imagine there'd have been a lot of people yesterday watching nascar either for the Mm. first time or the first time in ages simply because Kimi raikkonen was there um and having like a big name like a european uh name that's well known this part of the world uh and formula one if you if you're into like your f1 and single seaters that makes it more uh makes you want to like check it out a bit like when alonso did IndyCar, car uh, like did indy that that race and a lot of people watched it for the first time so yeah looking forward to seeing who else has a go in that nascar or maybe it's just going to be uh, daniel ricardo's seat next year
0: Oof. ouch that was uncalled for <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i mean with spa this weekend just saying it now, sending thoughts and prayers to Daniel Ricciardo for the 10 million questions he's going to be asked about his future. That oh, is he's going to be so
1: bored of it, isn't he, by yeah, five minutes <laughs> into Thursday?
0: <laughs> Literally, it's going to be insane. But um, hopefully we'll be able to hear some interesting stuff. Obviously, we haven't spoken to Alonso since his announcement at Aston. I wonder if Oscar Piastri will be around the paddock. But yes... Silly season has still got a long way to go. Alonso um, will be in
1: the press conference with some popcorn just sat on the back row just watching it all unfold.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> won't even be like on the panel, he'll just be in the back seat just like watching and listening. <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, um, we've got plenty of content planned for this week. Uh, tomorrow, myself, Matt and Tommy are going to be doing some crazy predictions for the second half of the season. Also, some of those are going to be fan predictions as well. Um, and that's going to be happening over on Twitch. So make sure to keep an eye on our socials for that. And then I think it's going to end up on YouTube and probably on audio platforms as well. So there is no reason why you should not listen to that. Uh, and then finally... If you are listening to this on an audio platform, please head on over and give us five stars and leave us a lovely review about how brilliant Tommy and I are and how we are total favourites. And you love the Katie and Tommy podcast because we all know they are the best. <laughs> Completely unbiased.
1: <laughs> I was like, savage, but Matt won't listen to this anyway. So have it's no idea. true, he won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we can say whatever we like but no um yeah please um if you haven't already uh go and give us some love over on the review section whether you're on spotify or apple or any other kind of audio podcast platform it would be much appreciated um tommy because we have not done a podcast in so long and it's been some break what are your final thoughts
1: not missed that my final thoughts are I'm hoping by Friday that I see some sunny weather at Spa because don't get me wrong wet races are fun but I don't want I just don't want the risk after last year I want to see especially if this is going to be the last race on the the last race we race at Spa for a while I want to see particularly something like qualifying as well flat out cars going around that circuit it's just an awesome circuit and I can't wait for it so, yeah, we'll be, you get to join me and Matt for some more pain, maybe for Matt on the uh, the old watch along this weekend as well. We'll be doing those. So, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend.
0: It is. So we'll frost. be doing the opposite of a rain dance, a sun oh,
1: dance. sun dance, yeah. I
0: don't know. But, yeah, it should be good. So make sure that you're following us on all of our social channels to keep up to date with Twitch or whatever it is. And we will see you for another podcast later this week. Thanks for listening and see you then. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.